Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the What's the Use podcast. Before we get started, I would like to start this podcast with a moment of silence to honor and remember the lives that were tragically lost this past weekend in Los Angeles, California. In this moment of silence, we are remembering Alyssa Altabelli, John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Peyton Chester, Sarah Chester, Christina Mauser, Ara Zubayan, Gianna Bryant, and Kobe Bryant. Thank you for doing that with me. This weekend, and truthfully, the beginning of this week has been so interesting. Um, As most of you know, I live in Los Angeles, and I can't even begin to describe the energy that, like, fills the air in this city. Um, The last time I felt something like this was when Nipsey Hussle was tragically murdered um, last year, and... This city has been through a lot in the last year, I will say. Um, There's really never the right way to approach the topic of death. And I don't think we as human beings ever really think about it to the extent that we either should or could. And for this episode, I want to talk about it. I think it's very important that we understand how and when and why it's important to discuss. One of the most unique things about death is that it is the only constant and the only guarantee in this world. And despite that being the case, most of us are either shocked when it happens, surprised, or we live like we're going to live forever and, and we have this mentality of just moving through life aimlessly and I you know whenever somebody passes or whenever we hear of someone passing whether they're close to us or through you know avenues that we're familiar with whether it's another person or or a connection that we know it can be shocking and, and it can set us back a little bit where we're just like oh wow like they're gone um and sometimes that that reaction hits you instantly other times it takes a little bit of reflection, but we keep moving forward. We're like We just move on with life. We act like we may grieve and we may cope with it in the best way possible, but at the end of the day, like we move on. And oftentimes it seems like we don't really remember the lesson. Um, I'm just as guilty as that. I've I've been in a unique position where, you know, I moved to the States when I was six years old and I was adopted by um, my brother's dad. Uh, I was adopted by my brother's dad who passed away when I was seven years old. Up until that point, he was the only father figure I had. I grew up around my uncles and my grandmother and they were amazing. Um... But I'd never really had a dad. So um, him passing away after a year, I guess, of knowing him was the first time that I really thought about um, 
loss, right? And death. Um, you know, I had I had had an aunt that passed away in Morocco before I moved out here. And I'd, I'd seen my, my mother's mom. I didn't see her, but like I, I was around when she passed as well. So it wasn't the first time that I was around losing someone. Um, but it was the first time where like I had to actually process it. So, you know, for those of you out there that have never experienced that, like, consider yourself very lucky. Um, but at some point, and this is just the harsh reality, everybody is going to experience that to some degree. And so the part that intrigues me the most is this notion that people are supposed to just pick up and keep moving and act like everything is okay. And while that may be a solution for some, it's not for most. Um, And and losing someone that you love or care about is never an easy process and there's nothing that anybody can say to make it better. Like there's there's just not. And and to sit here and, and act like there is is just complete disrespect. So I say that to say my goal with this episode is really to just be able to provide some methods and some clarity and and just a different way to look at and to reconsider death and grieving. And I know that this isn't the most lighthearted conversation. It's probably going to be me tearing up a lot. (laughs) Um, But it's important. It's an important conversation and one that I don't think we have enough. Um, So bear with me as I try to get through this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your beautiful messages of support and and kindness and, and generosity and recommendations. I appreciate each and every single one of you. A few years ago, I had an uncle pass. And um, for many of you that know me, and even the ones that don't will find this out now. Um, I grew up in Morocco, and the majority of my family is still there. So, as you can imagine, getting back home is not an easy thing for me. I can't just like hop on, you know, a car or hop on a car. Wow, clearly I'm exhausted. <laughs> but I can't just, you know, hop on a train or, or get in a car and be there in two hours like it's it's something that requires actual planning and and it's expensive and and it's it's a lot it's not it's no easy feat not saying that I don't do it but it's not something that I can do as often as I would like so when my uncle passed I remember sitting there being really angry at the fact that I just can't get up and go see my family and I usually when I feel stressed or upset or heartbroken or anything, um, my mode of coping and, and one of the things that I turn to is writing. And I wrote this piece a while back and I'd like to share it with you guys because I think it's timely. Uh, so if you don't mind, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. It's just something I wrote. So again, bear with me. It starts, Death is an interesting concept that can leave the strongest of mankind whimpering at its feet. It can leave the parents of a lost child devastated, 
the child who just lost a pet frightened by its encounter, and the girl who just lost her uncle devastated, lost, and lonely. In times of sorrow, we are always preoccupied with the event rather than its purpose. Surely, even in the worst of events, there is a purpose. How could it be that death of all things offers a lesson? The answer is quite simple. Death has a funny way of bringing people together. It makes us hold our loved ones a little tighter. It makes us think about what we say before it spews out of our mouths. And it forces us to take the opportunity to tell that special someone how much they mean to us. Death drives us to do the things we never thought we could, like actually move on. It gives us newfound insight into our lives and allows us to see it in a new light. It's an opportunity to take charge and to change direction. But more importantly, more importantly, it's a chance to honor the ones we have lost. God puts people in our lives to teach us something that we could not have learned without them. He takes them away for the same reason. The hard part is actually learning that lesson. Through it all, it's always important to remember that God wouldn't put anything on our shoulders if he didn't know we could handle it. It's important to restore your faith and always remember that he has the best plans for you and those around you. I'm learning to do that day by day. As I move through life now as a 28-year-old woman in a very privileged society, there are certain things that I acknowledge and appreciate about my culture, my upbringing, and the crazy proverbs my mom would yell at me (laughs) when I was growing up. You know, she would always say, like... uh, I remember this like it was yesterday. She would always say, you know, remember death often. Remember death often. And I think that there is a saying by Prophet Muhammad that says that, you know, remember death often. And I would always look at her like, what is wrong with you? Like, that is so depressing. That is so disturbing. Like, why don't you just go out, enjoy life, have fun, blah, 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 blah. Again, being the young person that I was. And the older I get, the more I realize the importance of remembering that your time here is fleeting. You know, a lot of times too, when people lose someone or when they witness a tragic loss, there's this conversation of life being too short. And I understand where that comes from, but I don't believe that life is short because life has been around since the beginning of life and it's not going anywhere. You know, our time in this life is short and I totally understand that but what life is is precious and our responsibility and our duty is to make our time here something worthy of talking about when we're not here anymore um the notion of remembering death often is so profound because when you do a lot of the things that you stress about, a lot of the things that you worry about, a lot of the things that bother you will literally disappear. If you, if somebody told you today, and I don't ever, I don't wish this on anybody, I hope all of you live very long, fruitful, fulfilling, purposeful lives. Um, 
But if somebody told you today that you had today, today was your last day, I guarantee you none of you would go to work. (laughs) None of you. Because that's probably not how you want to spend your last day. Um, That's not to say like go out and quit your job tomorrow. But there is a certain realignment of priority that takes place when you understand that your time here is fleeting. Which is why I don't believe that you should ever waste your time doing something that you don't want to be doing. I also don't believe that you should waste your time being in places that you would not want to be remembered as being in if that's where your time were to end. I think it's so important to realign our values and our purpose with our actions. It is so crucial to have that conversation with yourself as to what it is that you want out of this life, what it is that your purpose in this life is, and how it is that you can bring that to fruition and make it happen for you and the people that you were brought here to serve. I don't believe that any experience anyone has ever gone through is not to be used for the benefit of somebody else. Um, And that's kind of harsh to say, especially when you consider some of the trauma that people have endured. But I do think that everything is purposeful in the sense that it happened for a reason. And when you figure out that reason, you free yourself of every single thing that you've ever gone through because you're able to understand why. And being able to answer why for yourself is extremely crucial. Now, again, I totally understand that this concept and this this you know, topic of death is is something that we can delve into for hours and hours and days and days and months and years. And I'm I'm not here to talk about what happens after we leave. I will have that conversation once I get there. Um, And I'm not here to debate religion or belief system or values or anything like that. My goal and what I think I'm here for is to be able to offer a different perspective. If there's anything that I can say that will trigger in your mind and make you go, wow, I need to make a change, then I would have done what I sought out to do. Um, On the flip side of that, there's so many conversations that can be had about how people process death. And truthfully, I will say that however people choose to process it is their right. I don't think that you can sit here and tell someone how they can deal with something that they're going through. I don't think it's anybody's place. Um, you know, in light of in light of Kobe's passing, along along with the other victims that have that were um, tragically lost in this accident, there's a conversation of, you know, well, you didn't really know him, and you really didn't do this, and you really didn't do that, and he didn't, you know, X Y Z. He was this. He was that. And fine, great, we're human beings, everybody has their flaws, everybody makes their mistakes. At the end of the day, there are lives that were lost. And yes, people are talking a lot about Kobe Bryant right now. And while that may seem problematic to some, 
he was an individual that was remarkable. His grind was unmatched. His dedication was out of this world and his grit was impeccable. Like this man went after every single thing he wanted to do and did it so well. Like if I can just put into words, I can't even put into put it into words to be honest because he found something that he loved to do and he did it so well. He did it so well that anybody that watched him was inspired to go out and be great at what they did and what they were passionate about and what they loved. And that's why you're getting the outpouring of support. That's why you're getting the people that are genuinely grieving the loss of a man they did not even know personally. And that's very much possible because that is what legacy does. When you're able to impact people far beyond any reach you have, that's legacy. That is the ultimate form of it. And if you're asking me, that is what we should strive for. Whether it's a hundred people, whether it's 50, whether it's three, whether it's just the people in our immediate family, nobody should ever walk through life having had someone point a finger and say anything negative about you. Everybody should be able to move through life impacting the lives of others in the best way. By inspiring people, by bringing them together, by being a source of light and and happiness and support. And I'm not living in this like fake-ass world where I, where I think everything is perfect and everybody is la-di-da-di-da. Like, yeah, no, I, I live in an era where Trump is president, so clearly like I'm not oblivious to the crazy shit that happens in this world. But if we move through life with a little bit more compassion, if we move through it with a little bit more love and light and, and just kindness in our heart, the difference that can be made is unmeasurable. It's it's just unmeasurable. So while there are a lot of people who may not have liked him, while there are a lot of people who may have disagreed with choices that he's made in his life, and their opinions are very much their opinions, therefore valid, you cannot deny the impact that this man has had on the game of basketball. You cannot deny the, the impact that this man has had in his city, in his hometown, in this country, in in the lives of the little boys and girls he's inspired, some that I, I know and are very dear to my heart that called me crying because they saw him as they saw him as a role model and he was someone that they looked up to, someone that they were inspired by, and someone that they wanted to emulate in every aspect. So to sit here and discredit that is just not something that I can do. Um, back to the topic of, of grieving, 
I really think that it's important for people to be able to process their emotions. I know we live in this like time where people want to act unbothered. And if you're genuinely unbothered, that's perfectly fine. That's amazing. Be be unbothered. Be be Omarion. But if something is really bothering you and you're suppressing it for the sake of looking cool or looking like you have the upper hand or you know, you are deeply bothered by things that you are not addressing, that is not healthy. You know, in this country there's a tendency to put work above everything and feel the need to constantly grind and constantly lose sleep over whatever it is that you may be doing, neglecting what your body is telling you, whether you're tired, whether you're you're hurt, whether you're heartbroken, whether you're upset. And we really need to get better at supporting each other with dealing with pain and dealing with with grief and dealing with trauma and whatever it is that we're experiencing. And I think first and foremost, that starts with us being honest with ourselves. It starts with us accepting and acknowledging. I'm going to take you guys through the seven levels of grief right now. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. I'm not here to be like a therapist, but it really is important for us to acknowledge when something bothers us and acknowledge when we need to step away and, and make that decision for ourselves. If you need to take a day off because you are stressed the hell out, take that day off. If if this if this tragic event can be an indication of anything, let it be an indication that people will move on. Like companies will still schedule shit. Like the NBA had players on benches crying their eyes out because this man was their idol or, you know, competitor or friend or like they treated him as a brother and they're still sitting there having to play these games because the show must go on. So if that's any indication that if anything ever happens to you, God forbid, your job will move on. They will find somebody else to replace you. Like, I hate to say that you're replaceable, but in many cases, you are. So the reason why I'm saying this is because the importance and the priority has to shift, right? And I think, you know, I recognize that my my blessings and, and, and what I'm provided with on earth doesn't come from another man. It doesn't come from another woman. It comes from a higher power. So if I'm going to sit here and place so much emphasis on a job that's not going to care about me, realizing that my income is not coming from them. Yes, they're writing my checks. I get that. But I'm, I'm thinking of it from a different perspective in the sense that you know, if this job is not meant for me, it's not meant for me. If there's something else that's out there that's meant for me, that's better than what I'm doing, then the universe or God or whoever you choose to subscribe to will bring that to your path. And when you recognize that, you are less likely to feel beholden to an organization or something that doesn't even support your progress. And, and don't get me wrong, for those of you that work at jobs that make their people a priority, that is amazing. You are in a very lucky situation because that is not the case for most people. And so when somebody in, in someone's family dies or someone is sick or they have to stay home, 
many people don't have the luxury of taking a day or taking a week or just stepping away or working from home. I think so often we get so siloed into our world that we think everybody has this luxury. Like, yeah, if your child is sick, you can just work from home. That's totally fine. That's not the case for many people. You know, many people also can't afford babysitters and they have their family looking after their kid. And I'm I'm rambling at this point, but it's my podcast and I can do that. I'm just kidding. I'm not that self-centered. Um, but the point that I'm trying to make is that it is important to make you a priority because without you, none of this would be possible. Like literally, if your life and you were not here a part of this life, it would be very different for the people that are here. Um, the people in your circle, the people in your in your in your family, it would be very different. And I don't think we talk about that enough. I don't think we support each other enough when when we just need to back away. I think that we're in competition with each other a lot, not recognizing that people have their own individual journeys and there's nothing I can do to stop you from achieving your goals. There's nothing that you know you can do to stop me from getting to my getting to my bag or whatever the hell people want to say these days. What is meant for you will not miss you. And if it misses you, it was never meant for you. And the sooner we can recognize that, the sooner that we can truly believe that and understand where our blessings come from and realize that it's not because of another human being that you are successful or not successful. It's only because of you and the dedication and the drive and the commitment that you put towards something. Once you get to that point, once you're able to realize that, you can build and you can start to create that legacy that is so crucial, whether that's just starting a family and and teaching your kids how to be decent human beings and give back to society and or whether that's stopping for the homeless person that tries to ask you for a dollar, whether whether it's just you know, there's there's an Islamic saying that says, you know, a smile is charity. And I don't know about you guys, but like a smile is the easiest thing that you can do. Like it literally requires no effort whatsoever. Like it takes less muscles to smile than it does to frown. And that's a scientific fact. And if you can just move through life smiling every single day at every single person that you meet, think about the impact that that can have. If you don't take anything away from this episode today, the one thing that I really cannot stress is that time is not something you should waste. Start that business. Ask that guy or girl out. Pursue that passion. Learn a new language travel, go to that city, you know, make amends with people that you, for whatever reason, fell apart with and just rid yourself of all the burden that your shoulders have been carrying and make a commitment to yourself to be a better person, to pursue the things that you love, to speak kindly of yourself and those around you, to rid yourself of any negative thoughts that can bring you down, and to just live a happier life. It's not easy. 
like anything worth of having, it is going to take work. But it is probably the most rewarding thing that you can do for yourself. And if you ever need a reminder, just come back to this episode or talk to someone. I know I usually end every episode with with a useful tip segment and I would like to share some that I have for this. It won't be much, but it's something that I've been thinking of and something that I've been allowing myself to adopt um, that I would like to share. The first thing, and the first tip, is allow yourself to feel what you feel. If you're someone who has lost someone, if you're someone that knows somebody who's lost someone, don't suppress your feelings. There's a time and place for everything, yes, but if you need that time, you need to find a place. Tip number two. Talk to someone if you feel like you need to. Losing a loved one or having to go through the process of grieving is never easy. And the point of relationships, the point of people in this planet is to help you get through whatever it is that you're going through. Use people as a resource. Talk to a friend. Talk to your your parents if you can. Talk to, you know, whoever it is that you trust. If you subscribe to therapy, go to therapy. If you have apprehensions about therapy, reach out to me and I'll, ex- I'll explain why you should probably look into it. Um, I'm more than happy to do that. But definitely take the time to flush out your feelings. If you're not someone that likes to talk, that is perfectly okay. Find a mode of communication that you feel comfortable with. Whether it's pouring out your feelings in your art, whether it's pouring out your feelings in writing, whether it's, you know, pouring out your feelings by giving back and and just feeling better about yourself in that way, whether it's fitness, whether it's, you know, dedicating yourself to something, find that thing and just do it. I was talking to someone who's very dear to me the other day and we were having a conversation about Kobe's passing and he told me a story that he had heard about him and that Kobe was with some of some some players I don't I don't know who but um they were telling him like yo man what's going on like you never go out you never come party with us you never this you never that and he was like, you know what? Okay, I'll go party with you guys. No problem. He goes out, stays up with them, parties, drinks, does the whole thing. And at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. the next day, he hit up the same people he was partying with and was like, all right, now you got to come with me to the gym because this is what it takes. I find that story so, one, indicative of his life, but also, two, so remarkable at the level of discipline this man had. Like, for any of you guys that have gone out and party till 2, 3 in the morning, especially in LA, <clears throat> the last thing you're going to do is wake up at 5 and go work out. Like, you're just not. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know many people that will do that. 
Um, and the fact that that is the level of dedication he had, one, to something that he loved, and two, this perpetual desire to be great is just remarkable. So for my third tip, and this is going to sound so cliche, but I, I, I need to say it. Whatever it is that you choose to do in your day, whatever it is that you choose to spend your time on, just do it to the best of your ability. The best of your ability. Give 110% every single time. And if you're not going to do that, if you have no desire to give 110%, you really need to reevaluate whether what you're doing is worth doing. And if it's not, you have your answer. If it's not something that you deeply enjoy, you have your answer. And don't get me wrong, I completely understand that there are people on this on this planet and people in this world that do not have the luxury of making a choice because they have responsibilities and they have families that they need to feed and they're not necessarily making the most amount of money to afford being able to save up enough to quit their job and do do all that stuff. I get it. I absolutely get it. All I am saying and all I am advocating for is fit a little you in your day. Find something that makes you happy and do it every day. I appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for listening. I know this episode wasn't the easiest to get through. I certainly had to pause and bawl my eyes out a few times. Um, but I really think it was necessary for anybody that's going through a difficulty, I'm keeping you in my prayers and I'm keeping you in my thoughts. If there's ever anything I can do to help, please, please, please feel free to reach out. I'm a great listener. I know I all I do is talk on this podcast, but I promise I'm a great listener um, and I'll be more than happy to make the time uh, to to share any advice or any expertise or any or just listen, really. If, you, if that's what you need. Thank you again for your support. Thank you for listening. I don't necessarily know how to sign off on this episode. So the only thing that I'm going to say is may the souls of the individuals that passed this past weekend rest in eternal peace, power, and paradise.